Mm. Thank God. Technology caught up with my needs. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because if I had to write this all out, I remember once I was I used to want to be a film writer, script writer. And I sent this uh, manuscript off to, you know, you can write certain things and and you can send it off to these companies and they'll critique it and, and give you what they what they would say was an honest opinion of, of your writing. <laughs> well, I sent off a script once upon a time ago. <laughs> you know, I believe in trying something till you can't <laughs> do anything more with it than at least you did all you could do. So I sent the script off. And the woman wrote me back. This is either the writings of a psychopath or you don't know what you're doing. Some things about the dialogue are okay, but the rest... You ever heard a psychotic babble? Well, maybe that's what this <laughs> someone might call this podcast. But you've been psych psychotically babbling to yourself since you was born. <laughs> Many of us never stopped babbling from from infancy. You're still babbling. You don't have an adult language, especially you men. Well, it's mine. You're right, Okay, man. You don't have a adult conversation. <laughs> All right, I'm about to go somewhere with this. I don't know, but uh, we're going to start off like this. I know, I know, I know. You, you, you. You was told that you a man, and you are, and I am. You, I know, I know, I know, I know. You was told you a woman, and and you are. I understand. But see, those are gender definitions, ha. Huh. And yes, those gender definitions have their own. Gene structure attached to it. DNA structure. <laughs> Meaning that somebody can tell if this was a man or a woman. That's DNA structure. Somebody just heard me. <laughs> if, if they can tell whether or not when you lived a thousand, two thousand years ago. They can tell by sampling your DNA whether you was a man or a woman. That's never been the question. So if they can test whether or not you was a man or a woman 2,000, 3,000, 100, however many years ago, then why is it now that you don't understand that there's man and there's female?
Didn't you prove that with your own DNA testing? I'm about to give you some more of this psycho babbling. <laughs> but I'd rather babble in the spirit. I'd rather babble in my spirit. Because you know, in many ways, when you read the Bible, it kind of jumps around. And yet it's linear. <laughs> it goes forward. You know, this Bible is a living book. See, I got to talk about the word of God for a minute because I think we need to make that connection. The Bible is a living book. It's a living organism. I think you need to understand what that is, what that means. That Bible. You can talk about it in, in, in terms of paper, in terms of words, in terms of, in terms of alphabets, Hebrew and otherwise. But that Bible, that living Bible, that word we call the word of God is alive. That book is alive. You don't understand that book walks around. That books, that book walks around. That book has conversation. That book has communication. That book has a dialogue that you can follow. You can follow along the dialogue of that book. The spirit of that book, the nature of that book, that book is alive. Why? Because Christ is that book. I'm going to put you down on a mystery. That Bible is Jesus Christ manifested between pages of understanding for your heart to digest, for your spirit to digest, for your life, for your life, for your life to become inclusive. Ha ha, yet you can, that you can. Get off the train of misery and jump on the plane, a plane, a plane of his flesh and blood. See you on another plane. <laughs> when you come to Christ, you are, you go to another place. Because you enter into a living book. See, you enter into a place. That book is a kingdom. And when you're born again, you enter into a kingdom. When you are born again, what does that mean? Man, you need to break it down. It means when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you became member of, you became a citizen. You became citizen. You became a member in citizenship of another kingdom. Of another place. See, you no longer... <laughs> 18 minute preacher from <laughs> this city in <and> that state. <laughs> you no longer the little 18 minute preacher, the little boy <laughs> discovering Christ for the first time 
<laughs> and, and finding something delicious about him, finding something wonderful about him. He says, taste and see that the Lord is good. You don't taste the Lord. You don't understand his nature. You don't allow him to intervene on your behalf in victory. I'm talking about the little baby victories. The little ones, see. It's the little victories. It's the little ones. I can remember little things. When I'd be so happy to get $5 in the mail. Little things. Be so happy. Somebody give me a half of a sandwich. Little things. Your gratitude begins in little things. Your understanding of God's mercy begins in little things. That's why the world set us up with parents. That's un unmerciful. That's why the world tries to destroy you with parents that are unforgiving. That's why the world try to set you up with parents. And always, it seems as if they're looking at you with this eye of, 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 of inspection. See, I'm going to get to the curse. Looking at us with eyes of, of expectations. Putting the pressure on us to be more like them. You can't blame it on mom and daddy. That's the spirit of the world. Trying to reproduce itself. See, everything has to and wants to reproduce itself. Even if it's evil. Even if it's wrong. See, good wants to reproduce itself also. That's the nature of things. This is the reproduction of things, the continuation of something. So I come to a place, a realization in my relationship to who I am. And what God called, and not only what he called, but who I am to God, and not only just who I am to God, but what is God's design for me in my heart? What is God's design for me in my spirit? What is God's design for me in my thought life? What is God's design for, design for me in my desire for this life? See, that's, that's when you're giving yourself over to a God, see. And you happen to be giving yourself over to the God of gods. A God you can trust. A God that won't run out on you. A God that won't. <laughs> Ask for the death of your children. Ask for the rape of your daughters. Ask for the molestation of your mother. That's what you're witnessing in the world. These are the activities of the gods that rain down here because we gave them permission. By giving them a place in our heart, giving us a, them a place in our understanding, they're just doing what they naturally would do as gods and the nature of that god that's in conflict with other gods. 
They destroy each other and they use your flesh and blood as the means to keep tally. Because they also read somewhere that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So what you find is the gods of this world are shedding blood as if it will bring remission to their sin, the rebellion. And they can't get this notion out their mind. <laughs> and that's how they are deceived by the great evil one. This is a private conversation. Don't let this go. I hate when people say that too because they know they're saying it out. And I'm saying to use this is put a lid on it. Ponder it in your mind. Ponder it in your mind. And then when God tell you to open your mouth. Speak it out. Don't be afraid to speak it out. Your newfound revelation of who Christ is, speak it out. Your new hope deferred, speak it out. You think you just fell into something randomly. Don't you know this is God's world? And he is at, he is at odds with a contrary spirit because of you. It was all because of the creation of humanity. Humanity started this. And humanity will finish it and has finished it in Christ Jesus. Humanity has finished it in Christ Jesus. Humanity has set the record straight in Christ Jesus. See, humanity <laughs> has corrected its, itself in, in Christ Jesus. That's why Jesus is, that's why he's born. That's why he's Emmanuel with us because Jesus is humanity correcting itself. Jesus is humanity correcting itself. Come on now. I heard a scholar jump up. Jesus is humanity correcting itself. He's the second Adam. See, Jesus is the second Adam. See, Jesus is the second Adam. See, humanity correcting himself. God said, you know what? Yes, they've fallen astray. Yes, they've rejected me, so forth and so on. But it's through humanity that they will correct themselves because I'm going to send them a savior through humanity. Blessed is that woman. Why? Because through her, through her veil, a savior will be born that will correct humanity. See, you have to understand Jesus Christ is the correction of humanity. Oh my God. 
Why don't you want to know one that has corrected humanity? Why don't you want to follow one that has corrected humanity? Why don't you have a vested interest in one that has brought correction to humanity? What's more important to you? Is it the thorns and thistles of your life? <laughs> Is it desire for lust? Is it desire for money? Things, thorns in your life, weeds around your heart, weeds have grown up around your desire. Are you one of those that's got the boldest stones, bitterness, bitterness and angst, and angry with God because he didn't do this, and angry with God because he didn't do that. So, so you got nothing for him. You have no place. You give him no soil. You give him no opportunity. You give him no place for him to even talk to you about something. Can we just sit down and talk about something and you say not right now and not or not at all pick one <laughs> which one you want God you say not right now or not at all to God every time he knock on your door every time he knock on your heart every time he, he introduces Jesus to you you make a mockery of it you got jokes you do stand up you got punchlines about the savior you got punchlines about the son of God you mock you put on dress you put on long robes and you grow your beard out in your hair and you got jokes about this Jesus but I'm gonna tell you one day one day that same Jesus you're gonna be standing before him and I want you to tell your joke then I want you to tell him your punchline then I want you I want you I want you to do your setup then and deliver your punchline <laughs>